You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WGHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square media station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran back to things like Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show radio network on social media including Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page, Tide 109, Alabama Tradition XO Sports, as well as Martin Houston Live on YouTube and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Great follow. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Tell your family and friends about the great things happening right here on Tide 100.9. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time to uh, notice someone, serve someone, love someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. I want to quickly bring x into the program good morning x how you doing sir good morning doing well how are you doing well uh, doing well well glad to glad to have you with us uh, we got joe behind the glass and i'm martin houston so we want to kick things off and remind you that you listen to the martin houston show with martin xavier the sound of Alabama sports your show your team so that means that the phone lines are open for business and you can help bring content to the show Usually we have a fire sale Friday, but man, it is uh, it, it practice officially kicking off yesterday. So we got audio to listen to uh, that we can get to from Coach Nick Saban. We also have uh, another special guest joining us today, defensive lineman uh, number five zero, big five zero, Tim Smith joining us uh, later on in the program as well. So stay tuned to catch up with him and hear his conversation. Uh, but you can always call us and let us know what's going on. And then, of course, you know, we can you know talk about anything that happened uh, this week that we didn't get to. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we were planning on doing a would you rather. But, hey, listen, when you have uh, Bama sports to talk about directly, you may or may not get to that topic but uh, excited to be back out there, guys. Um, hard to believe, uh, Joe, this is probably more of a question 
for you, but does it seem like this was one of the quickest offseason or just, I guess, information-packed offseason, a lot of stories, a lot of things happening, a lot of moving parts uh, for the summer? Oh, absolutely. It went, it went by really fast. It felt like just yesterday spring practice was over, uh, and, and really it felt like just yesterday I was getting back from in, uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, it, it really does seem like it was really, really quick. And, of course, um, uh, that n no complaints. Now, do not hear a complaint in that statement. Uh, but um, day one of Alabama football in the books, and uh, we're just as excited today as we were, uh, you know, uh, going into last year. Uh, but this year, is it going to be different? Uh, Nick Saban getting slammed a lot. Uh, because of a rebuild uh, statement. Um, Joe, not sure if we have his his comments on that response to what he meant by rebuild. Uh, yeah, I got that for you, Martin. Oh, hey, if you got that, let's fire up Coach Nick Saban uh, talking about 2021 being a, a rebuild. Was that an excuse, reality, or somewhere in between? Here's the greatest coach in the land uh, telling us doubling down on his rebuild 2021 and what that could potentially mean moving forward. How do you well, I don't understand what's so hard to understand when the point being we were young and we should have nine starters back on offense and nine starters back on defense. That's the point I was trying to make. Six guys went out for the draft. So as we usually have to do, we have lots of rebuilding to do again this season. So that's the point that I was trying to make. So when you have a lot of young players playing, I don't think our standard is like everybody else's standard. But when you have a lot of young players playing, you're actually trying to rebuild. So those guys get the kind of experience you need so they can play at the level you need them to play at so you can play to the standard you want to play to. Wow. All right. Uh, X, let me, let me, let me hear your thoughts. And Joe, I get your thoughts and I'll take away a couple observations there as well. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Alabama, the standard is definitely different for them than it is for 99.5% of the country. So I understand what he's saying. And you look at the fact Alabama had three returning starters. None of them were skilled players from the year, uh, year before on the offense. And, yes, we, yes, you ended up having Bryce Young win the Heisman. Will Anderson ended up developing more and being one of the best, if not the best, college football player in the country. But going into last season, you were replacing first-round offensive linemen, first-round running back, first-round wide receiver, first-round quarterback, a, a DB that was a first-rounder. A lot of guys left off of that 2020 team, and that's why you talk about – you hear that team talks about as one of the best they've been ever had because of everybody that left that team and went to the pros. So to the Alabama standard, yes, it was a rebuild. To the uh, any other school, no, it probably wasn't. Joe? Oh, I mean, I, shoot. So does that mean every year that we that Nick Saban's been employed, he's been rebuilding? Yep. 
And, and, and if you take what rebuild means, that's actually one of the statements I had. Uh, it, 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 you know, if truth be told, uh, based on um, how you uh, cover it, um, you know, I mean, if you if you judge it by what's considered a rebuild, yeah. Uh, and I think if you listen to what he said, that may be the reason. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I just we're on the same page, Martin. The, the, if every year is a rebuild, then how was last year any different? Uh, I, not, I don't know if it was necessarily different. Um, you know, I just think he said it last year. I mean, this year. Uh, but the, I would say probably, uh, Joe, the difference was he said it before the season last year, um, probably more so than he has any other time. Um, yeah, and he just mentioned it again for for, for this coming year. And, and I guess we're probably rebuilding again this year. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, but but I, I think when you look at what he said, he said our standards are not your standard. You know, it's sort of like there's a scripture in the Bible says God ways are not our ways. Um, and the typical coach uh, would take this team and, and be excited to be in a rebuilding year, right? <laughs> I mean, there, there, there are coaches who coach their entire year, uh, I mean, their entire life that would like to have a rebuild year like last year. I think the difference is he rebuilds Joe with bigger, better pieces. Uh, uh, and, and that's what happened last year. But the reality of it is, I mean, you lose the type of players he had last year. You just happen to be replacing them with um, uh, a Bryce Young. Uh, but but you take away one piece from last year, Bryce Young, Joe, how bad was that team offensively? In the offensive line, probably was was not the same offensive line that uh, Alabama fans are used to. But wouldn't boo, wouldn't probably thirteen SEC schools have traded for that offensive line? <laughs> we say that, but that offensive line gave up the most sacks in the SEC last year. I mean, I I, I hear you, but they still we still ran the ball at a decent clip. I mean, you're looking at. LSU probably would have traded for it. There, the, the Kentucky would not have. Okay, Kentucky would not have. Uh, <laughs> Georgia would not have. All right, so I'm being facetious with 13. Uh, but maybe 11 schools would have traded for it. But but do, I, I, oh, I think if he had just came out and, and said um, that you know, a, a, in the sense of Joe, had he not said it before the season, and had he not stated our standard. Meaning that what it, when Alabama looks at, at, at a team, uh, they look at it differently. I think then there's even more credence to some of Feinbaum's statement. But the fact that he said it before the season verbally, and then this in, in the one criteria that he used that 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 like is a criteria was that this team was young last year. So. I think that would be a, a huge part. But let's hey, let's get to Curtis Moore because we got to get the break here so we can get Tim Smith on. Uh, but uh, uh, Curtis, you're in with the uh, Martin Houston show at Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, I'm gonna add on to the conversation here about um, the rebuild stuff, and I'm just gonna name a few things: Florida, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn. 
and LSU. All close games. Let's say they would have went the other way. So that's what Nick Saban's talking about, you know, uh, with, with this rebuild thing. Yeah, we, you know, we had the greatest quarterback, you know, uh, quarterback, you know, last year with the Heisman. You know, he, he carried us and everything. But let's say it would have went the other way. That would have pretty much validated this rebuild thing. And kind of scary because that would have been more than two losses out of a regular season. You understand? Yeah, I hear you. So, yeah. <laughs> so that, that val- kind of, to me, it kind of validates that. But I'm, you know, I'm with, I, I agree with Joe and, and, and X and everyone. I mean, you know, our standard is different at Alabama here. And I guess people just look at the outcome. Oh, they made it to the national championship, and how could he? How could he say rebuilding? You know, uh, I guess that's what it is. But if you peel back the onions, some of those games could have went the other way too. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and, and maybe he used the wrong word. Maybe he should have said re, retooled or, or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but but I would ask you the question, Curtis, before let you go and let you give your final comments. Would every other coach out there uh, have said that they were rebuilding last year if they had been coaching this team as well, based on what they had from 2020? You can't look at what they did. You can't look at what they did. You have to look at Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, now, when you add in that last thing there, based off of 2020, because that team was yeah. senior-led. I mean, and, and it was a, it was a great team. No, no matter if they played ten games, thirteen games, I still think they won a natty. <laughs> you know, regardless of the COVID year, that was a great yeah. team. <laughs> and and remember this about that twenty twenty team. That twenty twenty team had guys who normally would have been gone back, so it made the age gap in the youngness of this team even greater because you had Brian Robinson, six-year guy. You had Najee Harris, a guy who would have went, who would have left. You had Devontae Smith, a guy who ends up winning the Heisman, who probably would have left. There was a lot of guys who came back. Um, Dickerson. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, um, on and on, you know. Um, uh, right. Leatherwood, he, he played a senior year. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of older guys who were who were back um, for that year that would have probably been gone. So it made the gap even more. Hey, Curtis, we got to get out of here. What, you got anything else before we let you go? Nope, I know you got to move on. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show, but roll tide. <laughs> roll tide, appreciate you. Coming back on the other side, we'll bring in Tim Smith, defensive lineman of the Alabama Crimson Tide, right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, everything pretty quiet on the roadways as we crank up our Friday morning. Now, if you do see conditions that folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Hot, humid weather continues today. Partially sunny with widely scattered showers or storms this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 93. Tonight's low, 74. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and storms around. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design 
design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. Well, I think it's really good for the players. Uh, I think the comfort zone that they have, same play caller, same signal callers, same system, same presentation of that system. Uh, we don't change the system when we change coordinators, but the personality and how that gets presented sometimes is uh, a little different. So I, I think there's a lot of um, sort of comfort level with players. I think our staff did a really good job. We had a couple of new additions on both sides of the ball and special teams, but I think they did a really good job of quality control, what we need to do better, what we can do better, how we want to try to improve. So, you know, this first day, we just want to see where we're at and kind of go from there, but it's always good to have continuity in the staff. That's Coach Nick Saban talking about having both coordinators back uh, for a repeat of the season. Um, a do-over, do-better, uh, whatever you want to call it. So it doesn't happen very often around the Crimson Tide. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk to a young man that, that, that can tell us whether it makes a difference or not having some continuity around that. So let's welcome in Mr. Tim Smith, <clears throat> excuse me, Mr. Tim Smith into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Good morning, Tim. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Martin. Thank you for having me on this morning. Oh, man, I, I appreciate you getting up. Uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll ask you uh, that audio we just talked about, man. How how good has it been for uh, you guys defensively coming off of a great season last year, heading into this year, um, to, to be getting your commands and your marching orders from Pete Golding and others uh, in terms of what you guys want to accomplish as a defense this year? Uh, you know, uh, fall camp just started yesterday. It was trying to, uh, right now, everybody's main focus is to stay hydrated. The sun ain't no joke, you know what I'm saying? You know, we are <laughs> two or three times a day. So, you know what I'm saying? Right now, our main focus is to stay hydrated, stay in our playbook, know it like the back of our hand, and be ready for when this first game kickoff. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully you guys uh, uh, ha have been hydrating and will be hydrating. Uh, I'm going to throw you a couple lob pitches first before we get into uh, some 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 deeper conversation. Um, reverse it a little bit uh, from the way I did um, did JC yesterday. Uh, what's Tim Smith's superpower? If you you could be any superhero out there, Tim. Uh, and uh, could translate it to the football field or whatever, what would your superpower be? Um, I'm not even really sure. Speed really isn't something else I'm so fascinated with. Strength, that's, uh -huh. that's, you know what I'm saying? that's a given. I already got that. But 
Hey, listen, man, we just going to call you. How about we just call you the Hulk then? I mean, you know, you know, Hulk, the, the, take take that center, throw him around, and then go get the quarterback. So, uh, we good with that. <laughs> do right now? I said we good with that, man. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, everybody, uh, a lot of times people always want to know, uh, Tim, about like when you were younger and, and stuff, uh, uh, when you started playing football, and did you play any other position other than um, than than defensive tackle growing up? Um, uh, I started playing baseball when I was three, so I just started oh. playing football to my freshman year of high school. Oh wow! Um, yeah, my mom she really wasn't going for it. Uh, like I said, since I had been playing since I was three, my high school coaches wanted me to. Uh, I mean, my middle school coaches wanted me to try out for high school, so you know I'm saying they finally chopped it up with her. She sat down and prayed about it, and she finally gave me the go ahead to play my uh, freshman year of high school. But um, but yeah, that, that that was definitely an interesting story for me because I didn't grow up playing football. I was a huge baseball okay. fan. All right, so you started in fre- freshman year. Let me ask you a question about baseball. Uh, now, now were you were you a good baseball player? Uh, and Excellent. what position did you play? Excellent baseball player, still is. <laughs> but um, I, I moved around a lot on the diamond. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Little league, me being the biggest kid, I played first base or either a pitcher. Uh, once I got to middle school, I got behind the plate a little bit. I started catching a lot more. I moved to right field. I played first base still. And then once I got to uh, high school, my freshman year, I, I was behind the plate. I mainly caught. Okay, now now uh at bat for average, bat for power, or a little bit of both. Mm. See now <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> before high school it was just get a home run every time you hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> but and you know what I'm saying, once I got to high school, my freshman year they you know what I'm saying, you get around a lot of older guys, some some people with some more experience. You learn how to do the things the right way. So, you know what I'm saying? At that point, we was just trying to make contact, get some guys on base, get some RBIs. But, uh, yeah, before that, in middle school and Little League, yeah, we aiming for the fences every time. <laughs> yeah, I, Tim, I was the same way. I played baseball uh, always. I, I stopped playing at the 10th grade. But I was actually a better baseball player than I was football. Uh, but everybody told me – you need to uh, you need to focus on on football because they didn't have those dual sports uh, athletes quite as often as they do now. So, hey, we're speaking with Tim Smith of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, he's joining us today. Uh, Tim, uh, we we really appreciate you uh, taking some time to join join us and uh, want to give you a shout out for uh, the great stuff you did this summer. Uh, helping the university, I mean, uh, helping Alabama one uh, representing yourself and the university uh, by helping us with our golf tournament uh, to raise uh, a lot of money for our foundation. You helped push a bug in uh, a Volkswagen bug, uh, the super share bug into the mall, uh, represented. And uh, we just want to say thank you, man. And um, uh, I know that a lot of times people only see what y'all do on Saturday and think it's all about yourself, but. Thanks for that sacrifice and, and, and giving of yourself. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, but uh, go ahead. 
Uh, I, 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 I'm going to ask one more question, and I'm going to get the other guys in here uh, on, on some of the conversation. Uh, when it comes to, to playing, uh, does, Tim, does Tim rather um, uh, pick up a running back, body slam him, or does Tim rather pass rush and get after that quarterback and, and take him to the ground? What, which one you prefer? Everybody like this sex, man, but I, I'm I'm starting to love this run game a lot more. <laughs> so I let this dude a bit slam on that ain't yeah, that's where you get your money at those sex. But I'm a <laughs> man, I like playing the run. Well that that's awesome. Uh X, what you got for, for Tim? Uh, good morning, Tim. How you doing, man? I'm good, Ace. What's about you? I'm doing good, doing good. So Going into fall camp, getting started, what do you think the biggest area of improvement you've made throughout the offseason? Oh, that would be my weight and conditioning. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, summer workouts, we obviously we lifting and running all summer. But um, as far as like translating to the field, I feel like my weight has gotten a lot better over the summer, so I can't. Staying a little bit longer, I can stay on the field a little bit longer without being winded. You know what I'm saying? Hands all on the hips, bent over, and whatnot. But uh, I feel like that's definitely the number one thing that I have improved on over the summer. All right. And then, so we've all seen what Jaheim Otis has done this offseason with transitioning his body from high school to college. What's the most impressive thing about him besides that? Man, you don't understand how hard I'm over here smiling at the moment. Jaheen is my dude. Uh, he, he He's going to be all right. Once we uh, teach that guy how to put his hands inside and drop the uh, block it back, I don't think there's anybody in SEC that'll stop him. But uh, Jaheen, like for him to come, I, but it's a, a lot of similar situations to him. You know I'm saying? He came in a little overweight. But the work that he's put in, like, he looks amazing now. And it's good to see him be able to move around that practice. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is amazing to see someone that huge move that swiftly. So I just I just want to know what I'm saying. Get, get this man in the right track. Get him rolling so we can get him on the field. Hey, right. Tim, uh, when uh, a lot of times when, when sometimes we'll make statements as players and stuff that, that – that, Fans and listeners may not understand. Take a second and explain to to them what what you mean by if we can teach him to get his hands inside and and drive that blocker back and what that what that means and and, and how you, how you execute on that. You know what I'm so a lot of people when they watch football and the pass rush, you know what I'm saying? They see the they see the skinnier guys on around the edge, you know what I'm saying? Just running around. Dipping, chopping the the outside guys. A lot of people don't really pay attention to the interior. So what I mean by uh, put your hands on blocker and then driving back instead of just you know what I'm saying hitting them and then standing at the line of scrimmage, driving back, pushing back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So you can't give the TFL the top for long. Yeah, and a lot of times, guys, and now now Tim, you know we're gonna be watching watching for for those quick hands. Uh, uh, this uh, this particular. Uh, season uh, as you teach us how to do that, but uh, 
yeah, man, if you can get your hands inside, you got the advantage. Um, the, um, the, the as, as a defender, if you can get your hands on him and inside before he can get his hands on you and inside, uh, you're gonna win most of the battles unless the other guy's just a behemoth. Uh, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about. Uh, go ahead. Did you have something, Tim? Oh no, I said no doubt. Yeah. Hey, when you when you look at this year's defensive team, there's a lot of fans, Tim, excited about um, this team overall. Uh, just talk to us a little bit about. Uh, man, it, it seemed like uh, it, it's about 50 of you guys in that interior uh, this year. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what it's like playing with with that unit uh, and uh, what what, you, what can we expect as Bama fans from you guys as a whole? Man, I expect the standard. Expect nothing less. You know what I'm saying? We are still working right now. We're not worried about no outside noises. We know we got to get done this year. We know we didn't get done last year. It's as simple as that, man. And we expect to stand it. And, 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 and you know, uh, Coach Saban made the statement yesterday that our the Bama standard is different than the other standard, and that last year was a was a rebuild year. Uh, you've been here several years, um, and, and, and is there a difference uh, in last year's team? maybe from the team the year before and this year's team from just a leadership standpoint, a maturity standpoint? Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of guys come and go. Uh, a lot of familiar faces, a lot of lovable faces, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has good connections with. But uh, for the most part, we all, everybody, each leadership group is basically sending the same message, man. Stick true to who we are, you know what I'm saying? Play Alabama football, make an Alabama tackle, stick to the standard. Every leadership group is preaching the same message. And and that's what JC said the same thing on yesterday. He said what he felt was different about this team from his experience last year is that it's not just a couple guys leading and everybody is leading and holding each other accountable and you cannot uh, do much better. Uh, than that, uh, you know, uh, Tim. Couple, couple. Uh, one other question about the team. Then I'm gonna get, circle back around to to you on a couple specific things. Um, as, as far as uh, every year, there's always some guys who don't come in in the spring, but then they come in during the summer. Uh, that that tends to catch people's eyes. Uh, has there been a freshman that reported uh, since uh, the end of spring and up until now? That we need to have our eyes eyes ready to be watching. Uh, you know, I'm not not that I play any of my teammates, but I haven't really been paying attention to that. That hasn't been my main focus uh, for the summer or, or for camp. But uh, in my opinion, I feel like every class we get is loaded. <laughs> every yeah. my class 2020. 2021, especially the class that just came in, like every every class that we have is full of talent. Awesome, hey Joe, do you have anything? Yeah, Tim, uh, we, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for uh, jumping on with us. Uh, a lot of times, 
a lot of times uh, the fans get really excited when they see Coach Saban get kind of spicy in the media. Uh, and, and yesterday he was he kind of was that as well. I'd like to know, you know, from the in, from the players' perspective and, and maybe from inside the locker room, uh, if y'all noticed that and and kind of what y'all's reaction is to uh, when, when Coach Saban uh, takes the the fiery attitude from the practice field into the media room. <laughs> For me, it's a little funny because it's like he he doesn't change. <laughs> like this man, he's not gonna fake the funk. He's not just gonna tell you some some stuff you want to hear. Like he's gonna keep it a buck with you. Like that's for the media. That's for us. Like me and Rules, he ain't gonna sit here and be like you a good player. Like nah, this is what you need to work on, dude. Like. But, nah, it's, it's pretty funny to me because it's the same situations at practice. Like, you may see him walk over to a player. You know, you know he, he has that one wall. You know what he's going to go do. So, it's like, he'll go yell at one player. And it's kind of funny because it's like the same thing made it happen to me my freshman year or last year. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I don't really take it to heart, you know what I'm saying, or anything personal like that. But it is interesting to see how he goes about certain situations. Uh, Tim, as you look at uh, speaking with Tim Smith, uh, University of Alabama defensive lineman, I, uh, the, the standard at Alabama is always high uh, and and always a tough one. And there's been a lot of talk uh, from uh, regarding the Texas game coming up this year. And of course, there's a former player from Alabama out there talking smack. I know you guys don't necessarily focus on uh, always what these other guys say, but as you look at this twenty. 22 season, uh, which team out there do you see um, is uh, it, it poses the biggest threat uh, to this Bama team running the table? Uh, there, I don't really see threat. You know what I'm saying? We, we focus, we focus on game in and game out. We don't circle dates on calendars, as Jordan Battle said in his interview. We do not circle dates. We focus on the game that is in front of us, and we handle it. All right. Hey, uh, I have a, a, a question from a, a listener that uh, wanted to know, Saban is notorious for using us, the media, to, to deliver message to, messages to the players. Now, we always think we catch those messages, and we talk about them. Do you guys as a whole, when, when Saban's talking and sometimes he's delivering that message, uh, do you guys as players turn around and go back and listen uh, and discuss that? Well, you had kind of went out. My bad. Uh, you repeat that question again. Yeah, yeah, no no, no problem. Like, like Saban, uh, Coach Saban is notorious for delivering a message uh, to the team and to other people via the media. And, and this listener wanted to know uh, when those times happen, when it's obvious that he's really doing what he's doing to communicate to the team, do you guys sit back and do y'all uh, get together and discuss that? Uh, most likely. It, sometimes it may not be intentional. Uh, we may go in the locker room and then we'd be like, hey, did you catch what he just said or something like that? But, um, yeah, like I say, it may not be intentional, but most of the time, yes, we do uh, conversate about the messages that he does give us. Yeah, we, uh, that, that's awesome. Uh, speaking with Tim Tim Smith, uh, Tim, before we get, get, get you out of here, 
uh, and I circle back with you. I do want to talk to you a little bit about NIL and what's happening with that. Uh, you guys um, uh, did a great job this summer, as I said, helping serve. Uh, but uh, the couple things you guys got going on, first of all, uh, your website, you, you got some great apparel out there uh, via Hedius Maximum. Uh, and I'm going to post that in my on my uh, social media account. But uh, talk a little bit about, you know, you guys doing that, selling that apparel, but also then taking that money and giving it to uh, supporting the women's gymnastics and softball team. Yeah, uh, with the Hedius Maximum deal, you know, uh, it's a really great opportunity to help build a brand. A lot of uh, NIL deals, it's more so like, yeah, we give you the product and then you post it, yada, yada. But with uh, Hedius Maximum, it allows me to build my brand for myself, like literally. So it's not like I'm promoting someone else's stuff or some other things. It's basically, I'm, like I said, I'm promoting myself. That's what I uh, like so much about uh, working with Mark. Um, but yeah, like with the whole raising money to uh, uh, help with this community, it, it low key is awesome. I, I, I like the vibe. It makes me feel good as a person. Uh, like with the drive, the, uh, the back to school drive that we had in the mall, it was good to see the, uh, the uh, smiles and uh, laughs that we had there, the excitement that uh, everybody had for us, actually helping them out. So that 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 uh, that made me feel good as a person and all, but uh, yeah, with uh, the hideous maximum deals, you know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, those links are in our bios. You can go check those out. Buy uh, some of our shirts, mugs, jackets, some of our sweatshirts, and that'll be. Uh, I'm not sure, but I have to double check with Mark um, to see what. Uh, I want to say when, but yeah, basically uh, when you yeah. will, uh, will be able to get them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go to HediusMaximum.com, HediusMaximum.com, and you can uh, get Tim's apparel there as well as JC and a couple other guys from the Crimson Tide. Uh, and when you show him some support and love, you get to walk around with that five zero on your back, but also you'll be helping ultimately support uh, the women's softball and gymnastics program. Hey, you guys uh, stepping out uh, and, and picking up your game, Tim. You're going to uh, actually uh, be re releasing a podcast uh, here here pretty soon, Rolling with the Tide uh, in the Trenches. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that experience was like, man. Oh, it was good, man. I actually love that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I actually do follow IMF podcast and um what is it pivot i believe i follow both of them on social media but it was good you know what i'm saying to actually sit down with my teammates just chop it up you know what i'm saying about basic everyday football stuff that we do yeah yeah i, I can't i saw the intro hadn't seen the whole thing so uh but uh we'll let people know when that's out there uh each guy if you guys have a question x you have a closing question and joe you have a closing question uh, and then I'll I'll ask mine. Uh, X, you're up if you have something. Yeah, Tim, what is going to make this a successful season personally for you? Say that one more time. You that went out. Well, what will make 2022 a successful season for Tim Smith? Um, to win every single game that we play, dominate for 60 minutes every game. 
And Tim, when it is a successful season, a lot of people have uh, certain ways that they like to celebrate. We all know that Coach Saban likes to uh, listen to a certain song with Miss Terry. Uh, do you have a certain song that you kind of turn on or a meal that you might uh, have a go-to meal after a big win or a, uh, a big accomplishment, something that you treat yourself to? No, not really. Some sleep and recovery. <laughs> That's about it. All right, now, now, now Tim, uh, I got a couple questions for you to wrap things up, uh, and, and I'm gonna tell you before I ask you the question, I'm gonna give you a chance to think about it. Hey, on here, you're not being arrogant when I ask you these questions. I want you to give me your your gut level answer uh, and tell, tell tell people why. Uh, but before I ask you that that question about the all SEC, um, what what what's gonna be uh, the difference, uh, another question from a listener said, what's going to be um, the biggest difference in your game personally as we watch Tim versus uh, 2021? Uh, uh, let's say my speed and strength. Like I said, I've been uh, dropping a little weight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Getting in shape, my conditioning is up, so uh, I'm gonna have to give it to that. Well, well, Tim, I'm telling you now. I'm sitting here listening, and I'm telling you, I'm hearing Aaron Donald. Okay, so I'm just telling you, I'm putting that expectation on you. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but uh, but hey, man, uh, who do you model your game after? If you sit there as a guy at the next level that you kind of look at and say, man, if I could play the way that guy plays. Um, it's crazy. I, you know what I'm saying? I really don't. I really don't think like that. I'm I don't really compare myself. I don't try to play like anyone. I try to get my job done as best as I can. So I know a lot of NFL uh, teams and the way they play their defense is a lot different from ours. So if I were to go and try to attempt the stuff that they're out there doing, I'd be on the sideline. Y'all never see 50 on the field. Well, Tim, next time we have you on, we're going to have you break that down because you just made a great point. Uh, the way you do things has to be within your scheme, even though you may have a different skill set that may lend itself to something else. You have to play within the scheme. All right, here, here, here's kind of two questions that, that I want Tim to kind of talk, be honest with us, Tim, and don't be afraid to, to, to say it. Tim Smith is all SEC if he does what? Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> oh, come on, Tim. You got to give me a little more than that, man. Tim, uh, hey, hey, listen. Uh, you you you're gonna have to give me a little bit more. You you gonna have to tell me if if I'm pen, if I'm drive blocking that center into the quarterback. How many sacks? How many tackles? Come on, man. You're gonna be all SEC. What, well, okay. Let me ask you this way then. What is Tim gonna have to do then? Be disruptive <laughs> every play, down in and down out. All right. Now, if you're disrupted, that means you're getting in the, in the backfield. And last but definitely not least, uh, uh, what what's the legacy? What do you want people to remember about Tim Smith uh, as as he moves forward? Um. One thing I can, one the first thing that comes to my mind is my work ethic. You know what 
saying? I want people to remember, you know what I'm saying? People remember you by how you play, you know what I'm saying? All that's on film. You can say this, but that film is going to show another thing. So I just want people to remember me by my work ethic, you know what I'm saying? How I play. Well, man, it's day one. Uh, we will get you back, Tim, as, as you guys have a little bit more time to to get into the swing of the things. I know there's some people wanted questions uh, uh, out there regarding um, uh, how practice is going, but you guys just started. So we'll get you back on to talk a little bit more about what all is happening. Uh, I'll give you the closing uh, thoughts as you, as you speak to the Bama Nation uh, for 2022 as y'all kick things off for this season. For sure. Do it now. You good? Hold on. We, you know, we can't right now. They just came in to work. Uh, little horn to wake up. Up. I didn't hear what you had said. That's my bad. I apologize. Oh no, no. So that's okay. You, hey, you, you need to take care of your business. I was just gonna let you have the closing thoughts to the to the Bama Nation. And, and anything you want to say to them before you get out of here? Oh, but no. Uh, much, very much appreciate y'all for having me on this morning. Uh, big shout out to Mark and his crew for uh, handling this Hedy's Maximus deal with us. You know what I'm saying? Make, uh, helping us promote our brand and actually uh, creating more value for ourselves. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go get ready and head to this facility. So, but uh, once again, thank y'all for having me this morning. Yeah, tell them real quick, Tim, as you get out of here and go get ready to do business one more day, tell them they can follow you on Twitter. Uh, yes, everybody, y'all can follow me on Twitter. Um, that would be at Timothy underscore Smith 77. Ignore the 77. That is a long high school story. But uh, <laughs> Instagram, Tim.S50. And you can follow me on t uh, Instagram as well. Well, Tim, we'll have to get that story the next time you're on about that 77. Thanks, man. appreciate you, sir. No doubt. Y'all have a good one. All right. Well, guys, hey, uh, let's get the break here. Come back. We'll put the finishing touches on this edition of the Martin Houston Show. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. This is Cade Bagwell with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams is set to return from injury mid-November with the Detroit Lions. In Bama Hoops news, Alabama is set to rematch Houston after their spectacular game from last year. The game will take place December 10th at the Fertitta Center in Houston. At Nick Saban's annual Nick's Kids Luncheon, the legendary coach showed support for their veteran broadcaster Eli Gold, who will be sidelined for the first part of the 2022 football season. Join us in wishing Eli a speedy recovery. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out 
by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. 41-year-old Tiffany Barger of Barry was killed in a head-on collision on Highway 43 that happened 11 miles north of Northport just after 1 yesterday afternoon, according to troopers. Two passengers in her car and the other driver were transported to DCH Regional Medical Center with injuries. The highway remained closed for several hours after that crash. Troopers continue to investigate. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hardy. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Tide. 100.9. This is Martin Houston, X's and O's, Xavier Houston joining me each and every day, and Joe Gaith behind that. Hey, X, give me your thoughts on uh, Tim and, and some of his comments. I, I was trying to get him to get it, get him to, to, to talk a little bit more. He kind of kind of stayed on the edge there. Uh, I, I say they have been sabonized, but uh, any takeaways from the conversation? Yeah, you know. This is our second time interviewing Tammy. He likes to keep it close to the vest, but I always got to always enjoy talking to him and hearing his insight. So I'm, I'm expecting big things from Tim this year and what he's going to bring to the Alabama football team. Joe, any any thoughts there? Oh, I mean, exactly kind of what Xavier said. He would, uh, it sounded like he was trying to be real careful with what he wanted to say and what he didn't want to say. Uh, so uh, we'll just have to see what he puts out there on the field on Saturdays. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, that, and that, that's true. And, uh, you know, I, I know as, as, as listeners and, and as interviewers, there's a lot of questions that I want to ask, but I also want to make sure we take our time with these guys uh, and not try to get everything at once. And once the season uh, is going, uh, Joe, we'll be able to get more specific on things. Right now, there's a lot of hypotheticals, and just about every off-season typical question has been asked. Hey, what are we going to do about a and What are we going to do about this? So so I, I tried to, to give a little different angle and hopefully help the, the fans listen, I mean, learn a little bit uh, more. But I, I was trying to go to him a little bit, uh, Joe, into 
talking about we're going to kick some people's butt, and I couldn't get him to go there. We're going to pancake some guys. We're going to – I couldn't get him to go there, man. But uh, I think what you'll see over time, Joe, is these guys, Xavier, they'll get better and better at opening up and knowing what they can say and can't say. Uh, on these interviews, it's a little different when they do it uh, and, and they, the questions are kind of in a box and specific to a team. So we'll, we'll watch. Uh, I'll let uh, Pat, you're in. You got about 30 seconds, sir. Hey, I just wanted to say that Tim was more about team than about Tim. That was extremely impressive. As, as hard as you tried, Martin, you did an excellent job. And uh, yeah. hey, we, uh, and we'll, we'll get on we'll get on my question Monday. Uh, about okay. my others, I just I just wanted to say how how fantastic a job that Tim did about team. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, and, and, and I will tell you, Curtis said if they're this week on the podcast, it will fail. Um, I, I I've heard that the podcast uh, when when you get four of them together at one time. Uh, Curtis, I think they're a lot stronger because uh, they play off of each other. They bounce off of each other. Um, and, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know that the podcast can be played on uh, on radio airwaves. And uh, uh, we're going we gonna to have to see. It may have to be cleaned up a little bit before it comes on the Martin Houston show. So I can tell you uh, that what I've heard about the podcast, uh, uh, they they went you know, into some questions and different things from a standpoint of what it was like when they stepped foot on campus and, and, and some different things like that. And like I said, I think they play well off of each other. Uh, and so I did not, I could have asked some of those same questions, but I didn't want to ask those same questions. And then you guys have already heard what they're asking on the podcast. That makes sense, guys? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too, Pat. And so what we're trying to do here is, like I said, uh, these guys are learning, uh, and we're going to help them learn how to, how, how to do it and, and walk through it with them. And uh, this is something that's new. I mean, these guys uh, have, uh, have never been on, and we have to make sure we walk. Because the one thing, Joe, I don't want to do is get them banned from being on my show because of the questions uh, I ask uh, – uh, causes them to say or do something that uh, gets them in trouble with with Coach Saban. So, but we hey, we'll get better. They'll get better, uh, and I thank all of you for being a part of it. And hey, once practice gets going, which there will be a few more practices in the book by Monday. Uh, by the time we're back on the air, it'll give us a chance to to have some more specifics when we catch back up with them the next time. Hey, Nick Saban said they're rebuilding, retooling. Re-whatever, re, re uh, regardless of what you think, uh, you have to be excited about this edition of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, I'm Martin Houston, and remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, always acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths, and maybe he'll direct your paths to Harvest Church this Sunday. If not, find yourself in church somewhere. Thanks for being a part of the Martin Houston Show for X Xavier with X and O's for Joe Gaither, a cup of Joe. I'm Martin Houston for the Martin Houston Show. Roll Tide out there, everybody. Let's celebrate. There's a party going on right here.